What's going on, guys? Welcome to August's episode of Plus Club, the show where we play the games offered on PlayStation Plus throughout the month, and at the end of the month, we talk about them. My name's Seth. I'm Chevy. And I'm Chris. And a couple quick reminders to uh, download and play Street Fighter V and PUBG next month. Those are games for PlayStation Plus. We talked about that a little bit in the last episode, so let's talk about it again. What do we feel about those games next month? Um, Not stoked <laughs> about the shooters. I know you guys. Well, it's not even the shooter aspect for me. It's more so the the battle royal aspect. Um, not super excited for that. Um, but you know, I haven't played it, so realistically, give it a shot. Maybe I'll be surprised. Doubt it, but maybe. And then Street Fighter. Um, I have not played this Street Fighter, so maybe I need to try it out. We do not have this Street Fighter. We do not. I also, um, you know, I enjoy fighting games enough, but I'm not like necessarily like amazing at him or anything he loves like them so. and he's really good at them all the time Mm-mm. yeah i'm less excited about street fighter 5 but i think it's a really good get it's a it's a triple a premium you know top tier fucking fighting game so it's really cool for everybody to uh get to play i'm excited for that um and i'm excited to try it because i wasn't gonna buy it um and then uh PUBG, i played on pc uh, i won't talk about my impressions of that too much i am concerned about uh where PUBG at is or is at now at this point in the battle royale genres uh, trajectory um you know the ones that have worked uh, are working and the ones that are trying um hyperscape uh are not so um i want to see where PUBG lands at this point and i never played it on console so i'm excited to try it there um on that though uh both games i think uh will be a, a good game they're both kind of like I don't want to say temporary, but they're, they're games that you don't, these aren't like 60 hour story driven games. So yeah. this mm-hmm. upcoming month mm-hmm. is going to be pretty easy for me. Mm-hmm. That's, totally that, that's kind of the problem I have is that they're both very like short lived games or like short playtime games. And there's no, like they're really focused on PVP aspects. And uh, while that's fine, I, I really would like a balance in my plus games of one PVP space game and one game that's a little more story based or a little more like PVE friendly. Because lately, just personally, I've been kind of washed of playing PvP content. It's like the months where they give us two fucking uh, story narrative-driven games at once, or uh, Follow, Telltale games, or a month with one and another month with one. Yeah. Like they did that rapid fire. <laughs> so, yeah. so we'll be playing those games in September. So make sure to download those, play those, and come back at the end of that month. We'll be discussing that today. We're going to be discussing Modern Warfare 2 Remastered and Fall Guys. Hopefully, you guys had a chance to download those, play those, and uh, yeah. Before we talk about those, uh, our game of the month is still Earth Defense Force Five. Make sure to play that as well. We're going to be talking about that in about a day or two, probably Sunday. Um, if you didn't get a chance to play, or not didn't get a chance to play that, but it is a third person uh, shooter where you shoot insects and frog people and all sorts of weird shit and loot. blow up a lot of things. There's loot. And uh, there, there's a wing diver that flies around. Make sure to play that, and we're going to discuss that. We have a Discord link down below. You can talk to us anytime, all the time. We're on iTunes, Spotify, and the podcast platforms. If you prefer to listen to us, we have uh, Patreon link down below as well. If you'd like to support the channel further than liking, commenting, sharing the video with everyone that you know, including your grandma, she'll appreciate it. She'll um, love the language here. Yeah, she's like I'll, that fuzzy-faced guy. Well, I guess there's three of them. <laughs> that says fuck a lot. I like him a lot. Um, Which fucking one? Yeah, yeah, it's true. Uh, yeah, so check that out if you're uh, interested in supporting the channel further than all that stuff. Um, I think that's everything. I think so as well. I think I covered it all. So, uh, yeah, in uh, August, 
we played Modern Warfare 2 Remastered, which is a Call of Duty game, I'm sure you guys know that, and Fall Guys, which uh, released this month and was offered for free on PlayStation Plus, which was a pretty big get, I think, in, just in general, um, considering it was the uh, the most downloaded PlayStation Plus game ever. Ever. So, yeah. um, you know, the hype is real. During the beta, I had people asking me for keys. I was giving out keys. I couldn't give out enough keys. They just kept coming. They're like, hey, bro, you got a key for me? Hey, bro, you got a key for me? Hey, bro, hey, fall guy, bro, you got a key for me? And I'm like, here's a key, here's a key. They're like, oh, thanks, good looking out. I'm like, yeah, I got you, fall guy, bro. There's a whole thing. And that led up to release this game coming out for free on PlayStation Plus and people still going to the fall guy's Twitter and going, hey, bro, you got a key for me? And they're like, it's coming out on PlayStation Plus for free. <laughs> what are you talking about? Where's my review key at, bro? Who the fuck are you? You got like 200 subs. Anyway, um, <laughs> I feel like we should probably talk about Modern Warfare 2 Remastered considering uh, it's within the genre you guys aren't huge fans of, but also it's a game that's been out for a while. Then we'll talk about Fall Guys, which I think is going to be a bigger topic. So if you didn't get a chance to play Modern Warfare 2 Remastered, it is the second Modern Warfare in the trilogy of the original Modern Warfare games that came out a while ago. This is a remaster, so they uh, have uh, made it look a lot better. It has come out with only the single player, not the multiplayer that originally came with the original uh, Modern Warfare 2. And it is a uh, military shooter um, involving uh, a world uh, traveling plot that involves different countries uh, essentially going to war um, very in, cinematic in modern times there's a lot of shooting there's a lot of cinematics and uh, a lot of Russians invading things uh, we all played it and uh, yeah I want to know Chevy's impressions of uh, his experience with Modern Warfare 2 alright well um, this is actually one of the Call of Duties that I have actually played before and have beaten um so this was more so a uh how does this look how does it how does it translate is it still good now uh refresher mostly so um i have did not beat it this time i played it long enough to pretty much solidify any opinions i i may have on it you're, um, you're trying to tell me in the time that we've been moving for the last two weeks <laughs> you didn't beat it no um so i guess first and foremost uh it being a remaster it looks really good it uh looks like a modern game which is great um Mm -hmm. i also really appreciate that um they did such a good job in the past the voice acting and stuff like that that it also just holds up really well um in fact pretty much everything i remember about the original game is still there which is is kind of nice to see because sometimes you come back to a game that you haven't played in a long time and mostly just kind of nostalgia and not actually like it didn't like age well for example i think this game did age well um especially in the um cinematic slash storytelling aspects of the game which i think has been kind of lost on um the series over time they've Mm -hmm. they've gone very michael bay with it um Treyarch did that. Yeah, as for like this one actually feels like a, a, a pretty crazy story. That would be a, an interesting movie to watch. Um Yeah, I don't know. I it was it was really interesting because I remember even like starting up, I didn't remember the, the very beginning, but every call duty's got that like, you know, do the thing, 
and then do the obstacle course and then depending on that it'll suggest a, uh, a difficulty you know for you to play through the game and whatever um i didn't remember the first part of that where like you were showing the the recruits essentially mm-hmm. but then we got the obstacle course I was like oh i remember this okay and then yeah going through um and playing through the the first couple missions it just it's funny how much of that just like was still up here um so it was mostly just kind of taking in like oh that looks really cool that looks really cool especially like you know right in the beginning where you're you're uh back oh you're on the the gun and and you're going down the, the alleyways and you're not allowed to fire first because you know <clears throat> you have to wait essentially defend yourself you can't we're not there to attack just to defend ourselves or whatever and seeing the guys up on the balcony like scouting ahead and stuff like that i just remember uh I remember that being a really tense scene before, and it was very tense again, which I really appreciated. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I pretty much just have like good stuff to say about it. I, I can't think of anything about it I didn't like. The controls are still really good. The the, the scenes are good. The graphics are good. The voice acting is good. The, the tension is there, which is great. Um, I don't know. It's, it's interesting because like I can't talk like this about other Call of Duties because yeah. most of them just feel like a roller coaster ride. This one actually feels like a story. So, this game, in my opinion, is where that shift happened. It's not the one where it went full into that like crazy high octane fucking hyper shit that, mm-hmm. that Call of Duty was known for forever. Um, but you know, before Modern Warfare, you had the World War II ones made by Infinity War. They're all fantastic, so well made, awesome games. And then Modern Warfare was a fucking revelation in gaming. It changed everything for first-person shooters. Mm-hmm. Um, everything. I mean, so many FPSs have so much to thank that game for. Um, and this game carried on a lot of those traditions while upping the ante in what they could do in set pieces, having Hans Zimmer do the fucking score for the game, which is just legendary. And um, <coughs> sorry. And yeah, it, it, they, they did a great job in that regard. But this one does up the bar a bit in what they are willing to do set piece wise mm. uh the game does start out a little uh kind of crazy and, and big and bold or whatever but um it also stays uh grounded compared to the call of duties that came after this in my mm. opinion um it does have a crazy storyline of the idea that you know russians invade the united states or whatever but it's in a way that like me as you know somebody who's I mean, I guess into military shooters, but also the idea of like, I'm a big history buff. So like, you know, wars in the past are really interesting to me and the way they kind of portrayed in this is, is, is interesting. It's not just Mm -hmm. like the Russians parachute out of the sky and you're shooting them. Like there's this whole thing that happens building up to it. Um, and uh, so it has that it has that middle ground of where they they were realistic and then they turned into these fucking crazy Treyarch storylines where vans are flipping upside down all over the fucking place and explosions and shit. And then Modern Warfare Three, which I was not a fan of, where the set pieces were essentially you're running through this huge field of people shooting them, and then someone goes look, and then the music goes bomb bomb bomb, and it shows the Eiffel Tower and goes. And just hits the ground, and they're like, "Oh my god!" And then it just fades out. I'm like, "I'm like, dude, could you like give me a second to process that?" I let me, didn't let me even soak it in. Yeah, it didn't even matter. And yeah, so I, I said a lot there. I have a lot to say about this game, but um, you know, I, I when you said this is like a Call of Duty, you can actually kind of say that about it is for me, in my opinion. And I feel like 
it kind of backs where you're saying this is that threshold this is that line before it went over to the call of duty that when people go call of duty that's the call of duty they're talking about is after this I yeah feel like um no i agree with that and, and i've kind of dabbled in in some here and there uh in fact the only other one i could think of um that came after this one that uh that the story was enjoyable was uh Trango boom yeah, it was a black ops three right yeah yeah um that was a good one. That was. Um, it was still a little wacky, but the story was good. It went full futuristic, though, cyberpunk shit. Yeah, yeah. So it, 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 it is allowed to be wacky. For sure. It was like going into like getting into people's brains and When it had shit. really cool like um, imagery and stuff like that, too, which yeah. I really enjoyed. Um, to go back to the Modern Warfare 2, the only other uh, thing I want to add is um, this game, when it came out, and even to this day, has some scenes that make certain people uncomfortable and they did a very good job in the very beginning going hey do things make you uncomfortable yes or no i'm simplifying this <laughs> um and you go no nah, i don't get offended at all or it's like eh, i don't know I, I might be a little um certain things i may not want to see and the game will will um skip a certain part of the game which mm. um, i think is a shame but at the same time you should play to your comfort level so and i sure. think the game gives you the option that yeah and that's good it's good they offer that um i feel like you're taken away from the story though that they're telling mm. um you're playing a game where you're shooting killing people you know so if you're comfortable with that but not comfortable with the scene that is supposed to it's not it's not grand theft auto they're not going kill everybody it's really fun you're gonna love it they're going this is a horrific event that happened for sure and i agree just with like war but as a product um, it is smart Sure. Uh, that whole part, though, just it, when I was looking at it, it's just like, look, we made the game. We released it. We remember when IGN pretended to be offended by this. So here's an option to skip it. Yeah. And I was like, okay, that's fair. That's fair. For sure. I yeah. still I still remember. That was like the first time I looked at a gaming publication and went, you guys are full of shit. <laughs> Holy shit. That was the first time. Because there's just like five dudes doing a podcast for IGN when that game first came out. And they, they're they like, Modern Warfare 2, pretty good. Yeah, pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah, it's pretty good. And then the guy's like, okay, we got to talk about it. And they're all like, they're like, let's talk about no Russian. They're like, yep, yep, yep. They're like, did you guys kill any civilians? They're like, no, no, not me. And then I was like, no, I didn't do it. And I'm like, this is pathetic. Mm. You all fucking did it. You all played fucking Grand Theft Auto and just killed the shit out of fucking paramedics and, and that, fucking and prostitutes. Fine, I'm sure. Yeah. It's it's that's stupid. Anyway. Um and you can play that scene and not shoot anybody. The the whole, anyway, I'm not gonna get into no Russian discussion. That's it's been years since we've had that that discussion was relevant. Sure. But it is it is good that if you play the game in the past, you're like, you know what, I didn't really care for that scene. Sure. Yeah, you get the gist, so not like it was removed yeah exactly yeah, so. I, that would have upset me for sure that's just essentially censoring somebody's fucking vision of their story yeah and i and i'm not okay with that part me at neither. all so it's bullshit but yeah if you want to skip that's cool just like games giving you like a blood option to be able to like you know i don't like blood turning that off that's fine yep agreed though i'm i'm definitely in the 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 park of like how do you want me to play this game what was what was your idea when you made this yeah. that's how i want to play it well, it's the same reason not to turn this into talking about everything else, but fucking it's like when I watch like a foreign movie, I watch in the original language Agreed. because I don't even want to say that's how it's intended to be watched. That's how it's fucking made. That's how it's made. Yeah. 
So I mean, like I want I want the story somebody made, and there's gonna be parts in it. I mean, if it's a great movie, I'm gonna love the whole thing. But a lot of movies, I'm like, that was okay, that was fucking crazy, that was awesome, and you know, same thing with this. But yeah, for sure, I agree. Yeah. Anything else? I mean, no, it's my general. I, I like I said, I don't really have anything negative to say about it. It was enjoyable again, which is great. So. Yeah. Uh, Chris. Well, as we know, I am the resident FPS master of the group. <laughs> I play all FPSs all day, every day, nonstop, this is true. all the you, time. You know, three sixty no scopes. Chris did that first. I'm doing it right now. That's how good I am. He's, right he's actually playing right now while he's talking to us. <laughs> <laughs> Um, that being said, though, I actually sat down and played through the whole story in you, one sitting. You played the whole fucking story? Yeah. When you when you messaged me the other day, I said, oh, let me get out of the museum. I had beaten the game and I was in the, mu- the museum. Oh, that makes way it. more sense. I thought you were playing Animal Crossing or something. I was like, what museum? What are you talking about? <laughs> Wish you had Animal Crossing. No, yeah. I said I don't beat the whole game. Um, I, I didn't really have any expectations. I've, I've never really played a Call of Duty before. Um, at least not for like any kind of story. I've played like zombies on occasion yeah. with my brother, and that's about the extent of my experience of these games. Um, that being said, not, not being a big war buff or history buff, anything like that, um, I found the story to be a little confusing from time to time. Mm-hmm. Um, being like, okay, who the fuck am I now? Where am I? What the fuck is happening? Um, and then the overall, once things started kind of fitting together, for me, the predictability of what was going to happen next became really prevalent for me. And I was mm-hmm. like, okay, that guy is the bad guy. This person is the bad guy. This is what's really happening. Okay, I get it. Um, it didn't really take away from the gameplay aspects of it, though. Um, it, it felt very smooth, and it was very helpful for me as a non-FPS player for the, the snapping I guess what you call it with the aiming system, where yeah, you aim has a pretty heavy aim area, assist. it snaps for you, which mm. is which is great for storytelling gameplay. I mean, not from so much for the PvP, any kind of PvP aspect. Yeah, but as a story play, it was really nice that I didn't have to be like on my shit, you know, six inches from the screen trying to like, get all those fucking shots in time. <laughs> um. <laughs> <laughs> From what I know of these types of games, I was missing the the feel of like being able to choose my own loadout for missions, mm-hmm. which I, I'm sure is not prevalent in any kind of story missions for these games at all. But I Black was kind of hoping Ops to 3. have. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Well, Black I Ops Three had a really cool that. four player co op storyline that yeah. you like leveled up, unlocked weapons, had loadouts, mm-hmm. and, and they never did it again. And I'm like, why do you guys do this? Why do you guys make a Call of Duty, get one really good feature, and then you're like, fuck that feature, bye. Yeah. I think I had the most fun in the game when I had the option to play with a pistol and a combat knife, like mm. the, the the one in each hand, where I could just pop a few people to stun them and walk up and, and bash oh, them. Oh, people <laughs> loved that back in the day on the original Modern Warfare 2 online. People fucking hated it, because you ran really fast. You go pop, 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 and just stab people. It was ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. Um, but overall, I didn't have... I mean, I played the game on, not the easiest setting, but like the casual, I guess the casual setting, mm-hmm. because I'm not FPS player, but I did find some challenge here and there. But overall, it wasn't like pulling my hair out difficult. I'm actually glad was, you did that because I would prefer you have beaten the story than played it to like challenge yourself like that. In FPSs, mm-hmm. I always play the standard 
difficulty typically unless it's a tom clancy game i typically will just jump to the hardest setting because it's more like realistic boulder wise and i prefer that but um mm-hmm. and then after that if i want to play it again i'll up the difficulty for the challenge aspect but if it's a story-based game i always play it on the standard difficulty because again if that's the default that's how they intended the game to be played yeah. in my opinion typically otherwise why would they right. set you up for that um also call of duty's hard is kind of unfair so <laughs> well just like halo i mean yeah. like they're fucking grueling yeah a lot of call but, of duty I mean, on the hard setting is you just behind cover going <laughs> and then you like pop out and shoot someone <laughs> and go <"Ugh."> yep <laughs> overall it was it was okay i mean just as, as a non-fps player non-history mm-hmm. buff non you know war games player it was it was all right i didn't have a horrible time but i got a, a predictable time yeah that makes sense um and the history buff thing i only brought up just because like you know war tactics stuff like that i'm really into that kind of stuff mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. um that's one reason it resonates with me um yeah uh i mean it's no secret i i really like this game um i really like the original modern warfare i like the qualities that came before that um one thing you mentioned that i that just want to kind of throw out there in case you don't know um in the original call of duties call of duty one and two um they were telling like real stories of war which i kind of wish they would go back and do um but i guess maybe they're running out of stories i don't know but um so it's cool because you'd be like uh, a russian soldier during some fight some some you know uh scenario that happened and then you'd be like an american soldier or whatever and it kind of like hopped around you have this like whole um experience of of world war ii or whatever and i fucking loved that because it was telling these like real stories of real soldiers and then in modern warfare when they made the jump from world war ii to uh modern warfare they're not telling real modern stories these are like you know obviously written stories um but they still try to maintain that Call of Duty feel of having you hop around. So I can see how that would be kind of confusing when you start the game. It's a sequel to the original Modern Warfare. And when they're talking about like mm-hmm. soap or whatever, and yeah. like you're playing as this guy with him and this guy with this other dude or whatever, and you're hopping around with your British guy now and then American over here or whatever. If you have no frame of reference from the last game or really you haven't been playing Call of Duty, so you're not really used to the fucking hop around characters, I feel like that would kind of be like, the fuck's going on because like when i started the game up i was like wait who am i getting oh okay this is that part cool like so i i get that mm-hmm. completely it's just interesting to hear you say that because um that was the first like i thought i was like yeah that makes sense to me um yeah so when this when this game came out um it it was a big deal uh a lot of people you know loved it i think people still love it um i love it uh coming back to it um i think it translates really well to modern shooters uh call of duty early on was so ahead of the game that games are still following its footprint um or its blueprint and uh and you know call of duty has evolved from this but hasn't changed a lot um in fact i think the newest modern warfare is probably the biggest uh change from call of duty in a long time which i welcome i really like that one um and yeah, so you know, coming back and playing this, big nostalgia boner. I fucking I'm playing it. And I just I'm just like, oh, dude, I love this mission. I love this mission. Um, 
I like how big and bold the story of this one is. There are some parts, like I said, it does flirt with the Michael Bay-esque stuff a couple times, specifically that mission where you're out at the, uh, like, shack or whatever. And uh, spoiler alert, if you've never played fucking Marvel Warfare 2, uh, when Ghost dies and um, at the helicopter, um, that part seems kind of like an action movie when you're, like, escaping from there and stuff like that. Those, like, isolated um, situations always feel a little action-y. Um, but some of my favorite things about this game and particularly I've talked about this before, but coming back and playing it, the pacing is still there. This is something called duty fucking lost. Um, there are scenes that just kind of take their fucking time for a second. Um, everything's not in fast forward, which is great when you sneak around with another character or whatever. And they're like, you know, they're, the animations are still really good. Oh yeah. Like they put so much fucking work into this game when it was originally made. This was before they did the three year cycle. Um, so this is like a legit fucking game that they were like, we got an idea for a sequel. We're going to fucking make a sequel. Um, and so like, you know, in earlier missions when you're following fucking soap around and he's like sneaking through and he grabs a dude and he wrestles him into the fucking lockers and the locker doors are moving Mm -hmm. and shit and he's fucking killing him. Um, it's, it's got an attention to detail that I still think is impressive to this day. Um, there are a couple parts that feel kind of like fast forward a little bit, but not too to the same extent of like the newer call of duties. But, um, I still, I still fucking love that scene with the EMP. Um, when it goes off in space, it's, it's such a cool experience that you, you're not getting in a movie. You're only getting in a game that's willing to do what they did at the time. Mm-hmm. And the pacing of that is so cool. Cause at first when you're in space, you're like looking and you're like, you're, you're the astronaut. You're like, what the fuck is that? It happens, rips everything up from that perspective. That's the last you see of that character. He's gone. Mm-hmm. It was just to give you that perspective. In this game, just like um, Modern Warfare with a nuke, it, 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 it allows you to experience these scenarios, even if your character dies, just to have experienced it. And that's yeah. something I fucking loved about the early Call of Duties. Um, and then what follows there is people out on the streets in the middle of this fucking war. Everything gets shut down. The lights were out. The Russians don't know what the fuck's going on. The Americans don't know what the fuck's going on. And there's this, like, pacing and slow crawl through the streets trying to figure out what the fuck's going on, running into other Russians who are, like, trying to get people out of a tank and shit. They're like, what the hell? And um, I just really loved that part. And then, like, when you're taking back the White House and shit, it's big. It's crazy. It's even happening. D-Day. But it's fucking (laughs) epic. I fucking love that part. Um, There's so many good scenes in this game. And, again, I just have to say... Hans Zimmer did the soundtrack to this game, which is huge in my opinion. Uh, it's crazy. He he hasn't done a whole lot of game soundtracks. I don't know if he has done another game soundtrack, but this is at the height of like that new fucking wave of like holy shit, Call of Duty's like willing to do what other shooters aren't. Yeah, and so they were able to get someone as high profile as Hans Zimmer did the, or the score, and I fucking loved it. I still love it. So anyway, um, obviously I can sit here and gush. Everybody's played this game. It's great. Looks good graphically. Plays really well. Of course it does. It's Call of Duty. Really smooth, as Chris said. Um, a lot of guns. I forgot how many guns are in Modern Warfare 2. Um, the multiplayer had a shitload. Um, but there's my complaint. The multiplayer is not in this remaster. It's a huge chunk of the game gone. Um, I did enjoy playing the storyline again, but this is not the full experience of Modern Warfare 2. And uh, 
that really kind of sucks because, you know, after playing the storyline, I'm like, I want to play the multiplayer. I want to play the multiplayer. Well, you can't. It's not there. So I do think that was kind of lazy. And I do think, you know, when you buy Call of Duty, there's a whole suite that you're getting when you buy Call of Duty. You get the single player, unless you bought Black Ops 4. You get the multiplayer. And then back then you got the co-op stuff. Now it's zombies, whatever. This doesn't have any of that. So I do think that's a big... It's not necessary, but man, it's a fucking uh, wasted opportunity to give the full experience of the game. Um, so that is something I will be putting into my grade at the end because I was playing Modern Warfare 2 back in the day a shitload. And uh, I have fond memories of it, like a lot of people. And uh, I can't relive it with this. So I can only play the storyline, which, uh, of course, I like a lot. But um yeah, it just kind of sucks that I don't get to play the whole thing. So right. all in all, really enjoyed coming back to this game. I think they did a really good job with the remaster. I didn't see any issues. Sometimes with remasters, you know, it seems like this kind of smoothed the game over a little bit. This looks great. Um, although some of the animations are starting to look a little dated. The game is old. Um, it still translates really well into 2020, in my opinion. Yeah. Anything else? No, not really. Let's jump into recommendations. Um, go ahead. I'm fucking... I need to drink water. <laughs> I mean, I think the the easy ones is if you like Call of Duty games or first-person shooters, pretty much a must-play. Um, if for some reason you didn't catch this one and you like storyline-based uh, shooters, which, you know, you, oftentimes the multiplayer is the focus. This is definitely a game you should play. I would recommend, if you can, play Modern Warfare and then Modern Warfare 2. But... yeah. The, the story is standalone enough that you're not really going to miss out too much. There's just more if you play both. You you can play it by itself, but I really think you should be playing the first game before you play this because the story does carry over. Yeah, it's a continuation. There's like big parts in this one that like if you didn't play the first game, you're not going to appreciate some of the characters. For so. sure. Um, well, yeah, and you, you you get that like uh, that connection with with certain characters as well. So which is really. Um, I don't want to say it's necessarily important, but it, it adds more flavor to the to the experience. Um, Call of Duty flavor. Ben Jerry's. I don't really know who else to, to recommend this to, mostly just because it is it is missing parts of the game. So you, it is a story game you're getting. Um, you're still getting the Call of Duty experience, but uh, a fraction of it. Um, Honestly, it's, it's if I was going to recommend Modern Warfare 2, I'd recommend the older one to people uh, as a game. Yeah. To people who played Modern Warfare 2, I would recommend this remaster. Or somebody who's just like, was that any good? Yeah, play the remaster. Check it out. But other than that, like, you're not getting the whole game. It's like any – think of any other game that might have multiple components and they only offer you half of it. It's kind of hard to go, well, do you want the full thing or the fucking kind of yeah. half one? So it's kind of hard to, like, recommend fully. If this was, like, the original game fully remastered, I'd recommend it to a lot of fucking people. But it's kind of hard for me to, I mean, if you're somebody who's only into like storyline based FPSs, single player ones, you like Metro or something like that, be like, fuck yeah, play this. Like, yeah. you'll probably dig it. Um, but if you're looking for Call of Duty, you're playing Modern Warfare right now and you need to play Modern Warfare 2 back in the day, you're playing the new Modern Warfare, you're really enjoying Warzone, I wouldn't go, yeah, go check out Modern Warfare 2 Remaster. I'd be like, did you ever play Modern Warfare 2? See if those servers are still up. I don't know. Like, yeah, I doubt it. Yeah. Chris? 
The only thing I can think of, and it's pretty niche, but it would be like if you want to see what a hypothetically realistic scenario could be for warfare sure. in the U.S. If you want to see what hypothetically what could possibly happen if Russia were to invade the United States. If you want to or see, if you want to see, in my opinion, one of the better representations that gaming has done of what it would be like to fight a ground war in the United States. Um, yeah. Because other games have tried it, I don't think they did a good job. Um, I forgot the name of it, but there's the the one that was essentially, um, fuck, what's that movie with the Russians invading? They literally just perished. Huh? Red Dawn? Yeah, Red Dawn. It's essentially Red Dawn, except for it's uh, North Korea, which wouldn't happen. Um, <laughs> and uh, what the fuck was the name of that game? And it tried to do that but if it didn't they didn't nail it but in this like when you're playing um i think the missions wolverines or whatever you're like running through the neighborhoods like suburbia and you're having like you're like okay. in tanks shooting at shit and it's just, like so weird to see yeah. that picturesque suburban town and there's just people fucking in you know uh vehicles and militaries fucking shooting each other in the sky there's fucking planes flying over and shit and you're like this is wild and then like you're fighting at like a fucking burger king like it's it's just like a yeah. backdrop, but you're like you're when you're playing, you're like, this is like if like you were literally in the middle of like a city at a McDonald's and you're using it as cover in during a war. Like you don't see mm-hmm. it's never happened. So it's just fucking it's it yeah. It's bizarre. Yeah, sure. I, I think that's a good um point to make. And I'm only backing it because I think it is one of the better examples of it. Yeah. You like military shooters, tax shooters. Um, you can turn this fucking difficulty up and have a tax shooter experience. Um, Where they but, sneeze and kill you. But you're only getting that single player. I have to really emphasize that on my recommendation. Yeah. So if you're looking for only single player game, uh, I could easily recommend this to you. But yeah, I just have to emphasize it's not the full game, which really kind of fucking sucks. Because even the co op mode was neat and it's not there. Such a, a weird move on their part. I get it. Less work. Why not? Cheaper. Like, yeah. But oh, it's such a missed opportunity. Any other recommendations? I first person shooters. Any. You like first person shooters? You like go pew pew? You go pew pew. This has pew, that. Pew, boom, bang, bang. All right. I'm going to grade it, uh, which is difficult for me because uh, I would grade it higher. I would grade the original one higher. Um, I'm going to give this an A minus. Um, giving an A minus because I love this game. I have fond memories of it. I think it translates really well. I think it plays really well. I love the story. I love the music. I love everything about it. Um, but it's missing parts of the game, and so I can't. I can't grade it higher than that. And I know A minus is fucking high. Uh, I'd probably give it like an A if if or without that or if it had all the stuff, but it doesn't. So I'm going A minus. Um, just because it's a really quality. It's a quality ass game. It was. It was fucking a big deal when it first came out is doing shit that other games weren't doing when it comes to FPSs. And it just, that, that really translate. You see old games that like push the boundaries in modern time. And you can look at the graphics and they're a little dated or whatever, but you can still see that the amount of work they put into it then is still, you can still appreciate it now. And this For is sure. one of those games in my opinion. So, uh, a minus, um, Chevy. <laughs> um, honestly, most of my reasons are going to be the same. My grades just different. Um, I'm going to give it a B plus. I do think um, I would probably give it an A range grade if the whole game was there. And that's coming from someone who probably wouldn't even actually take advantage of those. It's just as 
someone who knows that stuff used to be there and now that it's gone, that's kind of a weird thought. You uh, can still acknowledge that you're not getting a full experience of a game that was well, more. And really, like, how much playability are you getting there? I mean, like, even, like, revisiting it. A six-hour campaign? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to play through it probably once. Yeah. So, I it, it's really neat. Um, they did a really good job with it. I don't have anything negative to say about what was given as much as I wish there was more given. So give me more given Chris. Uh, so I have played the first one and going into that, knowing that, that I'm missing part of the story. I still think I'm going to have to give it, D's for duty. Life's rough, baby. <laughs> Call of duty. Life is no, so rough. No, no. Um, a, 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 it's a really weak B minus for me. It's a tottering, teetering on a C plus B minus area, but I, I'll give it a B minus because it is updated. It does play very smooth, um, and it's not constant like running, like you said, running guns ablaze. And there are moments of slow and steady, you know, quiet. You know, take the shot if you need to, or let them go if you want to. But the the story was confusing at first, and then it, it's weird. It was such a weird juxtaposition of confusing at first, and then predictable as it went on. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and that's all we're getting. You're you're just getting the story mode, and if the story itself isn't compelling enough, I'm going to have to give a lower grade because sure. we're not getting multiplayer, and it does feel like it's missing something overall. Yeah. It was on a full package. It's a six-hour campaign, and if you thought the story was like okay, then like yeah, that makes complete sense. It's 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 how well the game played for me that is carrying it to the B minus range. Well, I'm sure you can see that the, the qualities there of the production mm-hmm. of the game. So I mean, yeah, that makes sense. So yeah, B minus, B plus, A minus, um, all good grades. Let us know in the comments, what did you guys think of Modern Warfare 2 Remastered? Did you play the last one, the original one? Did you play the original Modern Warfare? Um, what did you think of this one? Do you like the way it translates into uh, modern times? Do you think it did a good job on the remastered aspect of it? Um, does it upset you that there is no multiplayer co-op like in the original one? Um, are you okay with just having that six-hour campaign? Um, did you beat it? Did you not beat it? What do you think of the storyline? And what is your favorite Call of Duty ever? I'm going to throw that to you guys. I mean, probably Modern Warfare 2, to be honest. That's fair. Chris, zombies? <laughs> the Bang Bang game. Call of Duty Bang Bang. That's a lot of them. I, you heard it here. Chris loves all Call of Duties. <laughs> That's his favorite. <laughs> um, <laughs> I think Modern Warfare, Modern Warfare 2, but I also played the original Call of Duty when it came out on PC. Back, I mean, it was popular, but like, that was coming right off of when they left and after they made Allied Assault, which I loved. Um, I still have such fond memories of playing Karen Tan and the fucking multiplayer of the original Call of Duty, but uh, such a good map um, for its time. But, uh, but yeah, Modern Warfare, Modern Warfare 2 really just fucking like changed everything. And so I really kind of hold them as an FPS fan. I hold them in a very high regard. Yeah. Um, so it's really hard. I almost look at them as the same game because it's a continued story and the multiplayer is similar or whatever, but um, 
they are definitely different. When it comes to the multiplayer aspect, though, um, I have a real big fondness for uh, the original Black Ops, which is funny because I used to look at Treyarch and I was like, you guys are fucking just copying Infinity Ward. You guys fucking don't have your own ideas. You guys ruin the storylines. Your stories fucking suck. Your multiplayer sucks. It's laggy. And then I played, Josh made me play Black Ops, the multiplayer. And uh, I ended up fucking loving it. It was still laggy for some reason. There's this weird fucking <laughs> lag that happened in that game all the time. But uh, it was so good. I have such fond memories of Black Ops uh, multiplayer. But um, yeah, when it comes to the whole package of Modern Warfare, Modern Warfare 2, I can't even decide between the two. So yeah. So let us know in the comments below uh, what you think of uh, all that shit I said. <laughs> what would you, and what would you grade it? Um, the other game we played this month was Fall Guys. If you didn't get a chance to play that, it is a battle royale that is uh, up to 60 people uh, per session. Uh, you go from map to map, running obstacle courses, playing mini games, doing team based um, games, sometimes sports, random shit. And uh, as you go, you get eliminated, and it comes down to the final. Uh, Bean, who ends up uh, getting the crown, possibly, and winning the whole Battle Royale. You, there's a season. You go through the season. You unlock cosmetics. And, uh, yeah, it's uh, it's got a lot of chubby boys who uh, can't stay on their feet for very long. They fall down a lot. Very very clumsy beans. Very easy to fall over in that game. Um, and a lot of platforming. It's a huge platformer game. Uh, we all played it. And I am dying to know chris's impressions of fall guys oh why why me first okay so help me help me help me (laughs) i don't know what it is currently in my life what's going on but any kind of like competitive-esque game is not really high my radar or personal enjoyment level Mm -hmm. i mean i enjoyed playing overwatch and whatnot but currently, it is just kind of petering off for me. Um, and Stranger this danger. game, well, what? Stranger danger. Well, all the strangers. Keep them beans away from me. <laughs> well, the hi- I-, I can see the hype for this game. It's it's bright. It's colorful. It's competitive. It's got weird outfits that don't really affect anything. Banging ass bass riffs. <laughs> very catchy it's got this like Takeshi's Castle-esque style gameplay of just kind of like weird zany platform jumping puzzle-ish kind of shit that you do but I just that should be the description of this game shit that you do (laughs) shit you do with bean people Takeshi's Castle meets bean shit That, that being said, personally, I just found myself getting frustrated with the game and not wanting to play. Um, yeah, we found out. That's not saying the game itself is bad, but it did start feeling repetitive after about four or five rounds. Just mm-hmm. kind of like the same thing over and over again. Um, not a lot of personally, not a lot of variety felt like it was happening in what the levels were. Um, I, I don't have much else horrible to say about it the controls are really simple with the game you walk forward you jump you be an asshole when you're grabbing people <laughs> this is true 
You get handsy. Yeah, people get handsy. You get real game. handsy and fuck the teeter totter level. Yeah, I think a lot of people agree with you on that. Did you guys see that heartwarming <laughs> video that was on Twitter where the guy helped somebody? Uh-uh. There's this person. There's that. There's that level where there's two platforms. You're running and you got to jump on the yellow platform. And then you jump on the next ledge. And a lot of people just jump and grab the ledge and pull themselves up. There's a guy and he just was st- like just jumping up and down. And this guy was just looking at him. And he jumped and grabbed the ledge and pulled himself up. He's standing up there looking at the guy. And the guy's just jumping, trying to do the fucking pull-up thing. And the guy jumps down. He walks up and grabs him for a second. The guy looks at him. And then he goes, jumps and pulls himself up. And the guy just looks at him. Starts jumping up and down, jumping up and down. And then the guy's still not getting it. So the guy hops down. He, like, runs up and grabs him again real quick. And then he jumps and grabs the thing. And he does it a couple more times. He'll grab him and then jump. And then the guy finally goes and pulls himself up. And then the guy goes... And starts clapping next to him and then goes disqualified. Both of them just get like disqualified instantly. I was like, that guy was legit trying to help that guy. That was nice. You know what? That's great though. That's the first and only time that ever happened in that game. I I did hear of an article talking about that game where the group worked together to disqualify a hacker. Like hmm. even there because it was like one of those teams of this team versus this team, and they were all working to make the the hacker get disqualified. Why the fuck would you cheat in this game? There, well, that's a whole other discussion. <laughs> um, people do it because they can. No, I know. Um, it's just fucking crazy. Fuck, I forgot what I was gonna say. This game attracts griefers, which is weird because it's so it's so like minimal and casual, in my opinion. Like some of it is like random. You might make, it, you might not. It's not in your hands, and then some of it's skill. But like you know, understanding the the maps and being better at platforming other people is going to give you an upper hand. But there's still a lot of like random shit that can there's happen. Definitely an element of random. That yeah. that people feel like a lot of the games out of their hands. I, I've talked to so many people who are like, I don't even feel like I fucking am really having input on this game. I would argue you are in some ways, but there definitely is that element. But well, intuition is in, a huge thing too, for sure. Um, but in a game that really kind of does not take itself serious and really the people playing it don't take themselves so serious. There's a lot of people who are really dedicated to just fucking with people in this game. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, I think it has to do with yeah. the wacky and zany atmosphere and that it is casual and there's not a whole lot of stakes outside of that. You're going to get eliminated and have to reload the whole fucking game again. Um, but, uh, but there's so many people in this game who will just try and fuck with people constantly. And it's, it's just interesting. So with that said, the idea of a hacker getting found and you just got a fucking room of 59 griefers. These guys are all mentally hackers. They just don't have the ability to hack. Right? They're, they don't give a fuck about if they win unfairly or not. And the game kind of goes, yeah, if you get hit with a fan and fly across the map and win, who gives a shit? And you're like, yeah, I don't care. I don't care. I don't, don't got to yeah. run the fucking the gauntlet at this point. But in a game just full of people who are like, I don't give a fuck about any of the, these other beans. And then you see a hacker getting the edge on you. I, 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 I'm not surprised that they're like, yeah, fuck this guy. Let's all let's all group grief this guy. Get the asshole with our powers combined. Yeah. That 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 all being said, I have to say personally, I feel like this game, while fun and zany, is kind of just like the flavor of the week. Flavor of the month. I know and a half. lot of people. I know a lot of people have downloaded it, loaded it, and I know a lot of people are enjoying it currently. But I don't personally see it lasting the, with the numbers currently that much longer. I, I can see people like getting dedicated to playing it in smaller groups. Like it's going to be a little more cult classic-y. And I, I, I'm probably going to be wrong. Who fucking knows? 
but it just feels like it's very much of like, well, this is fun and zany to do right now. Let's do it because everyone else is doing it, but it's going to lose its charm eventually. Well, I mean, every game does, yeah. um, but sure, not every sure. not every game has this kind of following on release. It almost doesn't happen in most games. So uh, we'll see what happens with that. Battle Royales either die or they last a long time. And I think right. this one is accessible. Right. That formula people dig. I think of, accessibility is a huge thing. But the here. accessibility, people who are not playing first-person shooters, are they have a Battle Royale to play now. Well, there's three buttons. Yeah, it's real simple. Yeah. Um, and there are people who don't mind getting eliminated easily. I mean, when you go on Twitter, the amount of people who fucking love this game is crazy. The, when it first released... There were the people who were like, I saw them on Twitter. People were like, I fucking hate this game. I hate this game. It's so frustrating. And then you have more people I'm seeing saying they love the game. The game obviously has a lot of people playing it right now. Um, Mm -hmm. So we'll see how long the longevity is of it. But I do think it will have a cult following. A lot of games Mm -hmm. don't have cult followings. Uh, you know, they are the flavor. They, they, they come out for a week. People love it, play it, and then you don't hear about it ever again. Uh, I do think we'll see people playing. This game's going to have seasons. It's going to it's gonna have longevity as long as they support it well. The next season is going to have brand new maps, brand new uh, fucking medieval. Completely themed. Yeah. yeah it's pretty neat looking. Yeah. Um, I think what you're going to see is you saw the big numbers of everybody checking it out because the hype. Yeah. And then there's going to be the people who are like, this isn't for me. And then a lot yeah. of the people who maybe would have never played a game like this, but it came out on PlayStation Plus for free, which was fucking genius. A lot of those people played it, checked it out, and they might have not have bought it. And now they have it, and they're going to fucking play it. So um, time will tell. But I, I said it you know, before it even came out. I thought this was going to be a big deal. Um, it is. Uh, I, I equated it to when Rocket League came out. Um, it had pretty decent success and then it fucking grew into something huge. Um, it's been a while now. It's been out for a while and people still, people who are dedicated to Rocket League are dedicated to it still. They love it. Uh, shout sure. out to Cody. Cody loves Rocket League. But, um, <laughs> Cody League. But, uh, but at its height, it, people fucking love that game and it built into that. So, um, I can see this game doing that for sure. It's already, it's already started big. So, um, we'll see what happens with that. Yeah. You want to explain real quick, um, as someone who gets frustrated with the game, what's, what's your main frustrations of the game? Uh, Just kind of like what, like people, you said expressed on Twitter. I feel like I have no control over Mm -hmm. it. I just feel like, like if I go through the same motions, my, my outcomes are different every time and it's yeah. frustrating it's very frustrating well and then the the mob the herd also is going to interact mm-hmm. with the way you play because you could be platforming really well and now like 20 people come running over and just trample you or like in one of the levels i had a guy fucking get launched from across the map while i was jumping like a bullet hitting a bullet it doesn't happen very often he went pop and just hit me knocked me off the fucking map I was like <laughs> okay <laughs> um i think it really does come down to how much you're willing to accept that is going to happen because yeah. it, it for me mm-hmm. it, it is frustrating too but i enjoy frustration that's why i like really um i like like tactical shooters and stuff like that i do better in, in stressful situations i enjoy that but you know some people enjoy the adrenaline of jumping out of a fucking plane i don't 
I don't want that. I don't want to feel that sensation. So some people dig certain things. Some people don't. And so as long as it's not unfair feeling frustration for me is in this game, I wouldn't say I'm enjoying the game because of the frustration, but I do think it's a it's a it's a zany factor to the game that I'm laughing a lot when I play the game. Mm-hmm. One thing you said though, and it's something I hear from a lot of people when I talk to them, this game I enjoy, and I'll get into my impressions in a sec, but um I can't play for very long. I play for an hour, I feel like I played for five hours. It's weird. Yeah. Like it, it, it wears on me to play for too long. Like when I do play and I play with friends, it's fun. I can't play this game alone. But um, I do feel myself like after an hour going like, yeah, okay, that's enough all guys. I'll come back to this later. Uh, which makes it almost impossible feeling for me to finish a season. Like the idea of yeah. me finishing. I'll play a fucking uh, like, you know, a traditional battle royale game. I'll, I'll do the season. I, I've done it before. It's a slog, but I'll, 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 I'll do it. But in this, I can't imagine doing it just because, like, it's hard for me to play longer than an hour. Yeah, see, I don't think I've ever finished a season in anything. I think the closest I ever got was in Destiny 2. So. They're for the people who are playing the whole month. Yeah. Or, the you know, the duration. Like, they're really timed out for, like, right. you don't have a whole lot of fucking... Um, wiggle room. Wiggle room, yeah. Unless they offer, mm-hmm. you know, Call of Duty is good about, like double xp weekends double tier weekends stuff like that Play catch up. but you gotta sure, you gotta sure. pay attention to it and those are typically good weekends to catch up like oh, i missed you know time to progress or you know i have a job yeah that's a, that's a huge factor <laughs> huge factor yeah but yeah. uh well a lot i think a lot of my frustrations with the game could also be coming down to the personal feelings of not wanting to play kind of pvp based content currently i I can't explain why Mm -hmm. that's happening but i just have this feeling of like i don't want to do that right now i mean people go through moods and stuff like that when it comes to gameplay anyways i mean i love you know jrpgs but sometimes i don't i don't want to touch them man so i always want to touch them but i don't have the fucking time (laughs) so one thing though i noticed very inappropriate it was intended to sound like that exactly and you can interpret it that as such um (laughs) one thing i've noticed with battle royales though not just fall guys but battle royales in general is i've played so many of them with so many people and there is a specific type of mindset some people have they'll go into a battle royale and they'll lose and they'll be surprised they're like i don't know what happened i'm like well there was 99 other people (laughs) <laughs> and your chances are pretty fucking slim unless you're really good then you got you got you know a better chance but even then but the random factors there's exists. a lot of variables yeah. involved some random guy who's not good at the game might have fucking just been sitting in a box for like the last 20 minutes you ran by and he went and killed you i mean like why like oh what was this oops i accidentally threw this grenade and you just happened to be on the other side of the tree i mean like yeah and I've played with people like that, and the more you play and the more you're not winning matches, the more they start like kind of making excuses or whatever. And it might be a way to maybe cope with that they don't like losing. I get that. Um, I'm able to really just kind of like overlook it. Like even in like a normal game, it's like I got a better chance at being competitive and winning the match or whatever. If I lose, I'm like, if it was close, I'll go, oh, it's fucking close. But I enjoy that aspect. I don't mind losing. Um, it just makes me want to win more. But in a battle royale, I throw that shit out the fucking window. I play competitively, but I go into every fucking match assuming I'm going to lose. And so I, there's certain. And I'm not saying you're one of these people. I'm just saying that well, that um, playing a game when you're playing against people, the idea of competitively 
competing with people and maybe one to win and then losing every match you play could be taxing. I can see that yeah. over time. Like you can only, you can only lose constantly for so many hours, you know? <laughs> so yeah. I mean like how yeah. fun is that to just keep losing? So the genre really, um, it seems like a temporary fun time for people who potentially are not interested in losing over and over and over again as a form of entertainment. If that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm really trying to break it down because like there, these types of games, you know, there's like a bunch of different types of people who will stay and play it. And there's a bunch of people who won't stay and play it for a bunch of different reasons. And it's, it's an interesting thing to kind of look at in like a psychological, I'm not a, obviously a psychologist, but in like a psychological behavior kind of way, it's interesting. I've noticed so many different like behaviors of the way people play battle royales. So, I mean, I've seen similar ways in fighting games. There's a weird pride in fighting games where when you beat somebody, I've, I've done this a couple of times, uh, specifically in soul Calibur, cause that's my fighting game where I beat some, there's one time, uh, a friend of mine back in the day, I beat him 99 times in a row and he just wouldn't give up. I'm like, do you want to play something else? And he's like, Nope, I got to get a win. I'm like, and finally I like just let him win so we could stop. I was like, Oh no. And it, there's that pride aspect of like, oh, I gotta fucking beat this guy. And I'm like, I'm getting bored. Like, I don't want to do this anymore. Um, so it's just interesting to see those kind of behaviors and how people react and stuff like that. I don't know. That was interesting. To it's see like that. the human condition. There's always that achieve that that wantingness to achieve and that the endorphin rush of winning or well, being winning feels people. great. Mm-hmm. I mean, getting that win, you're like, fuck yeah. So, you know, getting those losses a lot, you're just like, oh, man, oh, man, man, do I suck? I must really fucking suck. I have to suck. I can't win. I never win. If I don't win, I must be bad. But then I'm like, throw that shit out the fucking window with a battle royale because everybody's losing. Everyone you're playing with, they're all fucking losing except for one guy. Yeah. And he probably fucking got lucky anyway. Going back real quick, did you guys see that video of the hacker? It's like uh, the very last uh, level, and as soon as it goes, three, two, one, the guy, was, the guy goes, whoosh, just flies up the fucking hill, just like, and they're all just like, look at him. <laughs> I'm like, that's fucking ridiculous. No, I, didn't see, I haven't seen any videos of uh-huh. hackers at all. So when you're earlier, you're like, why would you hack in that game? Well, I don't even know if that guy made it to the end or not. I feel like he probably shot off the map, because he was going fucking fast. Well, like, he won. I feel like he went into a different game. He hopped from Fall Guys over to fucking. He made season three. Dark Souls on it. Yeah, he's in season three right now, going like, "Do you guys know about the fucking the cowboy shit coming? What cowboy shit? You'll you'll get here eventually. I'm moving into season five now. I'll see you there. <laughs> guys are developing it, and he's just fucking in the computer looking around like, "What is this supposed to be? Dinosaur? Okay, cool." <laughs> Anyway, that was a fun yeah. deep dive. Do you have anything else to say on your impressions? I'm just a bitter old man. I feel it. I'm getting there. I'm right behind you guys. <laughs> um, I'll keep this short. Uh, I played this in the beta. I enjoyed it there. I enjoyed it playing this month. I only played a little bit. Obviously, we moved, so it kind of uh, got in the way of playing a lot of games. Um, 
My favorite thing about this game is the simplicity and the idea itself. Um, I think there's huge potential here. I think, and I've been saying this for a while now, if they support this game really well, I think they're going to knock it out of the park. They already knocked it out of the park. It's already it's already done. They, they It's a success. But I think that this game could really kind of like be something, you know, uh, worth remembering, I guess, as in gaming history. Um with taking a popular genre that I feel like is stagnant at this point. I mean, they got their ideas down. You got like the three big ones out there and really kind of flipping upside down and going, why has it got to be a shooter? Let's yeah. do something else. And, and some people have tried it, but again, that simplicity, they nailed it. I mean, it's hard to fuck up this idea. Even the guy who made it was like, I don't know why somebody else didn't think of this. Um, and that's my favorite thing about the game. It's just like, this idea of taking a genre that I think is really fun, I feel like a lot of people would enjoy if it wasn't a shooter, and making it into a fucking platformer. The most fucking standard and expected fucking genre in all of gaming. We all grew up with platforming, unless you're like 10 right now and you're like, what the fuck are you talking about? I only play Fortnite. There's some platforming in that. When you're jumping from that fucking building you built in less than one second and you jump onto the next building you're building in less than one second, it's platforming. Um, and we all did it back in the ancient days. Not like that, but yeah. And uh, yeah. And uh, so to to essentially take that basic fundamental idea of platforming and turn that into one of the most popular genres out there right now, um, I think it's awesome. I think it's a really good idea. I, I think the visual style is accessible to everybody. Everybody likes chubby, colorful stuff um, with goofy music and all that stuff. There's a comedic factor to the game that even people watching the game as seen on Twitch, um, the numbers, um, people like watching the game. There's a comedic factor to it, whether it's your bean tripping all over the fucking place or you were doing really well, kind of Mario Kart-esque, and then you fucking did bad or you were doing bad and now you're doing good. There's that random aspect. Every time you watch someone play, you're like, I don't know what's going to happen next. And then, of course, people's reactions. People fucking yell, scream, freak out, celebrate uh, when they win. And there's just a lot of uh, there's a lot of really heavy communal aspects to this game that I think will will give it legs in the long run. Um so yeah, I mean, I, I really I really like it as an idea and as a concept. Playing it, I enjoy playing it. I can't play for very long. I already went over that, um, which is the confusing factor, which will come into my grade. Um, but uh, but all in all, it's it's a game that I do enjoy. I did like playing it. I can only play with friends. I can't play it on my own. And um, I'm looking forward to see the future of this game. Um, also, shout out to uh, Sony and uh, the guys who make this game. Releasing this for free on PlayStation Plus, fucking smart. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, very smart. Because now they got people locked in. Um, they have sealed their success. They've they've just went. This game's a success. People are gonna play. It. Yeah. So, really smart. And uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> I can pretty much only agree with with pretty much everything I said here. I the game I can only agree with like twenty five percent what you just said. The rest <laughs> of it's all wrong. The the game is uh it's fun, and it's frustrating, it's competitive, but not like uh in a aggressive sort of way. I mean I, I, it's really hard to, to kinda pinpoint it. Like I don't play competitive games um at least for the sake of the competitive aspect. I'm usually playing it because I'm playing with someone. Um and this game I do have that as well, but even when the matches are going, my thought process isn't on 
I need to win. I need to win. I need to win. Even though obviously that is the goal. Um, it's more so I need to qualify is usually where my brain is at with this. Um, because I do have that mentality of I'm, I'm going to lose eventually. That's mm-hmm. just, just the fact of the matter. And if I don't awesome, I will be thrilled. Don't get me wrong, but, um, I have no expectation of victory. So, um, it's really hard to be disappointed. Like even on the first map, if I don't qualify because fucking everything on the map went wrong for me, that run, I mean, that's just, that's just the game. So, um, and I, I, I'm also fortunate to be able to be able to, to kind of shut that kind of stuff off in my brain. So, mm. um, I don't have a huge competitive drive anyway. So even when I play something like to go back to call of duty, for example, I don't have like this, like I gotta win, I gotta win, I gotta win thing going in my head. I want to win. Don't get me wrong. Except for fighting games, he he plays this fucking like. Well, I don't care if I win, and then he starts just just, just destroying everybody. <laughs> and everybody's like, "Man, we can't beat Chevy." He's like, "Ha ha." I'm uh, like, "Yeah, he's liking it. He's just fucking." Playing. I enjoy playing. I'm sure. <laughs> oh, I enjoy playing when I'm destroying you guys. You guys can't no, touch not, me. Not necessarily true. So I got plenty of fighting games that I, uh, you guys would probably cream me at. I'll so. fucking wreck you in Soul Calibur. Probably, and I'll probably still enjoy myself not mortal Kombat though i learned that i was like i'm pretty decent mortal Kombat, and then you and mike just fucking wrecked me i was like all right and then mike went from doing really well to you just slowly learned like everyone's fucking moves and no one could beat you and i was like all right the ai has adapted we can't beat him <laughs> the problem was mike wasn't adapting back mike doesn't adapt <laughs> Mike's stuck in one mic mode. So I just got used to his movements and just was ready for them. Um, yeah. I, you know, all that being said, the the one thing the game is missing is um, right now, at least the, the variable of maps. Um, I do know that some of the maps that were in the beta were pulled uh, for the release and they did bring one of them back to my knowledge. It's kind of smart that they're able to individually pull maps out of the game, out of the rotation, the mm-hmm. way they did that, because some of the maps they pulled out were to fix them while yes. the game was still going in service yeah yeah um but it does give it it, it kind of gives you the theme park vibe though because then, yeah like this ride's closed this ride's right down now. yeah yeah, yeah for exa- exactly that was but the thing i thought too, was yeah there's, there's other rides here and <clears throat> my concern was what are they going to do with this game long term and seeing season two and then literally um, adding completely new maps but not even just like new maps but to my knowledge in the current maps you can't modify anything in the map and they literally showed like moving platforms around and stuff in the new season. Yeah, it almost like looked like siege weaponry or something like that since all medieval shit. Yeah, so like the that makes me really hopeful that they're just gonna embrace creativity and just They already have a pretty good plethora of different types of game modes that, that offer grabbing eggs and throwing in a basket or just, just jumping. Just from the example we were given in season one though. Pulling butt plugs out of it'd be really beans. easy to to just assume that they're going to stick to those formulas mm-hmm. and they're showing us they're not this early on for or the next season. They're already showing new ways to play new ways to play. And it also shows that their head is in a place of like, we're just going to keep making these mini games that are um, simple enough, but also, you know, there is a level of skill involved. Um, and I think that is a, a, a huge beauty of the game as well that, um, the the bar to entry is like here but you can be this person now there there's that random 
factor there, but I've seen so many clips of people who are just like consistently good at certain games. Um, as long as the random thing doesn't screw them up. Mm -hmm. So, um, there, there is definitely a skill involved too. So it isn't just pure randomness. You can be skilled at this game for sure. Random is going to come into play. If you're better at reaction and better at platforming than other people, you're going to have an edge. And I think the biggest example of that is the, the crown match where the platforms fall from under your feet. There's Mm. definitely there's strategy, there's skill timing. Um, and even like there is, you can be underhand or devious with that too. If you fall down, but you know the person's above you, you can just start taking out the stuff underneath them. Or you don't even have to plan that. You could literally be still in the first section of that whole thing, running around, going, "Haha, you guys all fell before me!" And then all their fucking you know dumbasses down there just falling and taking out the, all the layers below you. Yeah. Once you lose your layer, now you got nothing to land on. Yep. So I mean, like that's a, that's the random aspect for sure of just the game being played. Um, and I think that's a great thing because I mean, let's, let's be real with like with a shooter, like there are just people who are just, they are good at shooters, plain and simple. Um, they have that edge and it is a big edge in a battle Royal to be good at shooting a gun. Sure. Um, the, I mean, that's, that's one of the arguments for ranked modes. Yeah. People who are really good at FPSs hate ranked modes because they're like, I don't want to play against people as good as me. And it's like, <laughs> oh, okay. Well, and, but then people who aren't that great are like, I don't want to play against really good people. I just want to play against people who are like, you know, as good as yeah. me. And it makes complete sense. Um, that's For actually sure. something. Do you think uh, they should implement that? I think. Um, I think after the season, we'll find out. Like if you're like if you're like the type of dude who got like the five crowns in a row easily, and you're like winning mm-hmm. often, or you're making it to like the seventh round more often than other people, maybe put you in a separate category as people who like don't make it past the first fucking. Uh, or first or second level very often. I think it'd be a pretty easy algorithm to make as a person who doesn't develop games. Yeah. I, I think yeah. I think if if they have enough information or data, I guess to Bean data to show that um, it, it is becoming too predictable for for certain types of people and that they're able to just win, then yeah, they should do something like that. But I do also think that with the way the seasons are going, they're not going to have the ability to just stay at that level. Cause now they have to get used to new stuff. Mm. So I don't know. It's tricky. Obviously I'm not a game developer um, and I'm not super into competitive stuff. So my thought process on that is going to be not as um, good as someone who, you know, is more active in both of those fields. But uh, yeah, overall I think the game is a, is a, is a blast. It is a short dose game and it's definitely a game. I have to play with people. I'm not interested in playing by myself. Um, I think their season pass system is perfectly fair, and I really like um, the zaniness of the reward structure. I think also the fact that you use crowns as a currency and you can just get them through the season as well. That's you don't smart, have yeah. to win. You are eventually going to be able to buy premium stuff without having to win. So, I mean, like, you just have to play. And I think I think that's the best way to do a system like this. Mm-hmm. Um, also, the season in this doesn't seem as, like... Um, There's only, like, 40 levels, I think. Well, my whole, yeah, my whole thing is, that, like, they give you, I think it's, like, was it 60 or 90 days? I can't remember for a season. I think it's 60, but yeah, it's 40 ranks. So you can yeah. miss 20 days and just play a level a day. And it'd be really easy for you to like knock out like three, four, five levels a day if you really wanted to. So mm-hmm. catch up would be really easy too. Um, so it's not very strict. And I think that's, that's really good. And I think that just adds to the accessibility of it. So, yeah. Anything else? Nope. The beans are awesome.
Although they didn't get that fucking cannon figured out, that lore. Because they're like, they're actually like six feet tall. I'm like, ew. I love the picture yeah. of the mech. Yeah, the person inside the bean. Yeah. That's fucking weird. How about the fact that they're wearing face plates, which would indicate that there's something behind the mask? Yeah, yeah. They said that it's it's legit canon that they're face plates. So I'm like, okay, what's behind that? There's that picture of just like some creepy dude in there, and I was like, ew. Um, I hope they don't. They don't just let people. That. Yeah, they just let people have imagination. It's like yeah, they're six feet tall, and those are face plates. Give them just enough to get weird. That they already have. So <laughs> uh, let's jump into recommendations. Um, I'm gonna throw the ball to you guys because I'm gonna say everybody should try this. I game. I literally this is one of the few times I do think everyone does apply because the you it has three buttons. Like <laughs> I I don't I don't think everybody's gonna like it. That's that's not even me thinking that. That's a fact. Um, yeah. But I think a lot more people are gonna like this than maybe they thought they would. Like there's people out there who might not even want to give. When this game came out, people didn't know what the fuck it was. When we're when I was playing the beta, people were like, "What's this?" Like there was so much hype, but there's still so many people who didn't know about it. Yeah. And even when the game came out, I'm on Twitter and I see all these people going like, well, "What's Fall Guys?" Oh, I've been seeing a lot on that. Is that good? But like, there's still people who have not fucking touched it because it doesn't look like something in their wheelhouse. Um, also, that's why I would say I would recommend it to everybody. But there's gonna be a lot of people who are gonna try and go. Yeah, I'm not really into it. Um, for sure. The only thing that I would also add as a caveat is if you don't like competitive stuff, you don't like the idea of playing against actual people, even though I do think it's a more casual experience than other super uh, competitive casual, yeah. games. Um, I do think you might have an issue playing this for too long or you might not enjoy it just because it is competitive. If you don't like losing and there's nothing wrong with that, if you're just someone who just does not like losing in games, um, you might have an issue playing this um, or any battle royale, but I would still say check it out and try it. Yeah. I mean, the only other, I, I completely agree. It's, it definitely, I think everyone should at least try it. Um, and to, to emphasize that as well, the amount of like stuff I've seen specifically like on Twitter of people like being able to play this game with their kids too, like young kids, because the controls really are just that accessible. Simple. Uh, um, and able to, they can play and have a good time. The kid can play and have a good time. Um, and they get to, because it's still at the end of the day you're versing each other technically yeah so. and it's it's not it's not a violent game there's yeah. no blood there's no crass humor um and it's, it's just and, ridiculous and if you're like at a certain age and you're just like liking the idea of playing online with other people and it's all this like goofy shit of like trying to get the tail off somebody and or they like, can't talk to you so there's no yeah there's no um, vulgar language or anything. i do think it's a really good option for an online multiplayer game that's not a game where you know I grew up fucking watching Beavis and Butthead. I'm old and fucking and being you know, teabagged in Halo, being teabagged in Halo, <laughs> but more so playing Mortal Kombat with oh, the blood yeah. on. Our Especially mom was very good yeah. about just like you can play it. Just understand it's you know not it's real. Not real blah, blah, yeah. blah. Um, but you know, I would still say if you're if you're one of those people who has kids or you got like a niece or nephew or whatever, and you're a little more protective about like I don't want them to see bloody shit right now or. I don't want them playing Call of Duty or something like that. This is a great option, I think. Agreed. To just be like, yeah, you just play this. Level me up in the season. Perfect. Play it for 10 hours for me. Like, that. that's perfect. Any thoughts on recommendations, yeah. Chris? No, I think you guys covered it pretty well. Yeah. Um, I graded first last time, and Chris went first, so uh, great at Chevy. 
Um, actually, I'm going to grade it the same as the last game, which is a B plus. And the only reason, honestly, I want to go higher, um, but the only reason I can't is just because I do feel the the hook is missing for me. Yeah. To be able to play longer and the ability to play by myself. If it had those two things, this would be an A range game, pretty easy for me because it is fun. I'm laughing the whole time playing it. Um, and it allows you to play with three friends. You're still versing, but occasionally you get to play with them. So I don't know. It's 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 a neat formula. I really hope it evolves into something I want to play more. For sure. Uh, Chris? Uh, I am also going to go with my last grade as a B- minus for beans. Uh, bean minus. <laughs> I'm giving bean it a bean minus. minus. <laughs> Just because of my own personal frustrations with the the controls um and just it's just not what i was looking for currently so just going by my mood it's a b minus fortunately i I see the potential in the game i can see why people really enjoy it yeah but just a b minus makes sense i'm gonna go right in the middle of the beans with the b um I think it's a great game. Um, I think it's very solid. I think it's a great foundation. I am more in love with the idea of it than the game itself, but I still enjoy playing it um, and recommend it to everybody. But uh, I do think that grade, because it is a game that's going to continue on, uh, can shift. And and by the time this game is said and done, my grade will probably be a different grade. Whether that goes lower or higher, no one knows. But um, I... feel like a solid b it's a really it's a really solid game really good better than c absolutely not an a for me it's not kind of like what you said there's no hook but also i'm not in love with the game yeah. i i'm in love with the concept i think it's a smart concept but when i play it i like it it's also, fine also i gotta throw out there i don't like platforming in games and it kind of doesn't bother me in this game yeah the the casual nature of like how everyone just trips and falls all over and shit there's mm-hmm. less there's less pressure of going like you better fucking be pinpoint accurate fucking jumping on that platform for sure it's not super me the boy. game's also <laughs> earlier early on a little more lenient about if you fail the platform because you'll fall down to a lower area where you're like a millisecond behind everybody else and you're just like having to catch up later it becomes more difficult where you know the lava comes up and gets you but um but yeah it's uh the game at no point ever is like um get good slap yeah it's not it's, <laughs> it really doesn't take itself serious at right. all which i think is part of the major charm of the game for sure i agree all right so we got a b b minus and a b plus uh let us know in the comments did you play fall guys did you not play it what did you think of it do you like the idea do you like playing it um do you normally play battle royales? Uh, is this more your speed, or do you like the traditional ones? Uh, if you didn't like the game, let me know why you didn't like it. Are you a person who gets frustrated or possibly fatigued uh, playing battle royales in general, um, or are you just like really fucking good at them? You're like, dude, I don't know what you're talking about. I fucking win all the time. I'm the best ever. Uh, prove it. Um, Show us that. And uh, yeah, and. <laughs> I'm, I'm willing to, I'll listen, like, just show me, prove it, I want to see it. Um, but yeah, let us know everything you're thinking about, uh, and grade it if you want. And what do you want uh, from the future of this game? One last question, what's your favorite and least favorite course? Seesaw's my least favorite. Put me on the spot, now I can't think. I think jumping through the rings is my least favorite. 
I hate that map. Interesting. A lot. Um, oh, no. Never mind. Never mind. Seesaws was my original least favorite. I think my least favorite now is probably the sports one with the goals. Mm. That one drives me nuts because it's legitimately competitive. And you're playing a game that's very casual feeling. And so most people, when they get there, they're like, eh, and they all just kind of go fuck off. And if you're playing as a team who's like, let's fucking win, you can't beat them. Yeah. Um, which is a lot of games, but the the whole every every course in that game is not like that. And then when that one happens, you find out who's the team players and who's not the team players. Yeah, and uh, that one gets frustrating for me. I can see that. Yeah, definitely the rings for me. For some reason, that one just constantly frustrates me. And I think it's more so that I'm I always seem to be standing in the wrong fucking place all the time. I get to a ring, someone's already through it. I get to a ring, someone's already through it. I'm like, I hate this so much. So. Yeah. Um. Hmm. I don't know what my favorite is. Three of my favorite ones are the uh, end platform one that eliminates the platforms when you walk on That's them. A lot of people say it wrong. Yeah, I, just, I think it's a really simple and basic and half skill, half random uh, course. It's fun to play. Um, I like the uphill one. I forgot what it's called. When the lava's rising, I think it's a decent platformer. But there's a that's another one. A lot of people there's, say yeah. Yeah, yeah. There's there's an element of like oh fuck you can't fuck around too long. You got to get up there. There's and also then, like actual skilled platforming in that one. Yeah. So. Um. Yeah. It just feels a little hectic. That I a little more so than the other ones. And then I like even though it stresses me the fuck out. I like fruit shoot. <laughs> <laughs> And that one's fun. I like I like that one. I think Worldly Gig's probably my favorite. Even though I hate the first fan. I hate the first fan. Is that the one where you gotta run through the center and it's like mm-hmm. one time in the beta, that thing hit me, knocked me up the wall, and then my guy grabbed the wall at the top and climbed over and just jumped off the side and I just got through. I was like, All right, I'll take it. I was like, I, I don't know. I think I like that one so much because even though it is frustrating, the fans do crazy things to you. And mm-hmm. so your experience is always different in that map. So I like that. Chris is over here like all of them. I can't tell you my favorite, but I can tell you my least favorite. What's your least favorite? Fucking seesaws. <laughs> that one doesn't bother me at all. That one's only frustrating because people's inability to understand physics? the basic physics of a seesaw <laughs> can really, like when you're standing there just waiting for this seesaw, it's completely vertical with like the Titanic with all these people at the top. And you're just like, <laughs> Dude, come on, man! Fucking balance it out. I, I can't go any further. Uh-huh. Yeah, no, it's you can just see people on the other side just jumping off like fucking lemmings and just you just falling off the platform. People really kind of abandon all logic in that too, because that thing will not be lined up to jump yet, and people just see movement and they're like, "Let's go!" and they just, like fall off. I'm like, where are you going? And then seesaws fucking weight changes so sporadically. I'm like. This is chaos. This is like fucking anarchy. It's scary. Everybody's just going insane. This shows how bad people are. Cooperation. So. And then there's people at the end just waiting for everyone and fucking grabbing people and shit. Are you on the list? Yeah. Yeah. I think a lot of people hate that one. That's a lot. Of, and that was my least favorite too. But then I just think about. I only jokingly say it's my least favorite because I I I I've never failed that. I've never disqualified in that one. Um, so it's not like a big deal. I just get frustrated with people when I play that, but the sports one with the goals, that one annoys the fuck out of me. I get really fucking annoyed to the point where, and Chris 
gets really annoyed too because he fucking was yelling at us. Um, and I get it because really mentally, wish you could have recorded that. Mental, I think I did. Um, I might have trimmed it. Fuck, I don't know. Um, if I have it, I'll try and put this episode. Uh, <laughs> help me. <laughs> The sheer panic in my voice. Yeah, that was the most panic I've ever heard you. Uh, I was like, oh my God, we got to help him. I didn't know if he's getting kidnapped or, or what. Um, I just immediately went into my, like, because he gets a little panicky when he tanks and I'm a most too. And I just kind of get into my immediate, like, you're fine, dude. You're fine. <laughs> he's that reassurance. This is not going the way it's supposed to. Um, his vocal reaction is my mental reaction when I play that fucking mode. I'm not, I, but it's not help me with the goal. It's like help me with the fucking ball. What are you guys doing? Yeah. Um. I'll just look over and there's a guy on my team just like in the field running around. I'm like, what's over there? Yeah. For um, sure. But then I'm like, but everybody's just having fun. So it's like, I, it's my competitive aspect that I'm just like, chill the fuck out. Mm. Um. Yeah. So that's my probably most frustrating one. So I'm going to throw the question to everybody watching. What's your favorite course? What's your least favorite one and why? Um, but that's going to do it for this episode of uh, Plus Club. As always, thank you for watching. Make sure to like and subscribe if you enjoyed this episode. Make sure to check out our other episodes. Check us out on Tumblr, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok at Tastelute Gaming. I forgot. i got to cut those fucking things out of my vernacular because um, some of those things are just fucking obsolete uh we have discord link down below you can talk to us anytime all the time we're on itunes spotify and on the podcast platforms if you prefer to listen to us uh we have game of the month coming very soon chevy will be picking next month's game of the month so make sure to come back at least for that to find out what the fuck we're all going to be playing uh in september um yeah anything else hashtag stlg if you want your comment to be considered I said that last episode. I got like three already. So we're running I out of. I saw that. People are actually using it. Good job. I think it's just that two week fucking thing. They're like, they haven't read my comment in weeks. Fucking, they better re- read this goddamn one. Um, we will. We'll read those. Yeah. Um, thank you for typing that in. But if you want your comment to be considered on TasteCast, uh, type in hashtag STLG on your comment and it will be considered. But uh, I only do like five comments an episode. So we got like two left. If we ever surpass five of them, I don't know what the system will be at that point. We'll fi- figure it out at that point. I say if we have time, we just do them. But sure. I'm not the boss. Sure. So. I'm the boss. <laughs> I'm the fucking boss. Um, I'm just the guy who sits here, man. That's fair. Uh, my name's Seth. I'm Chevy. And I'm Chris. Until the next episode, uh, have a good one, guys. And take it easy. <laughs>